Live from the College of Communication, Arts, and Sciences at Michigan State University, it is now time to go beyond the X's and the O's with WKAR's Current Sports. You want to go after an athlete? One of my athletes? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a star receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Yes, did I express to them I was mad? I was furious. Just furious. I know my wife will at least shot fake one time. We're talking about practice, not a game. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cat. Here's your host, L. Martin. Beautiful people, welcome to this Tuesday, July 13th, 2021 edition of WKAR's Current Sports. I hope that you all are well, and I really hope that you're starting your week off great. You know, I'm sitting here at my dining room table sipping a cup of coffee, and you know, if I if I haven't let you guys know this before, I am a huge coffee addict. I'm a coffee addict, folks, and you know, I even... You know, it's, get, it's gotten to a point where if I don't even get my coffee first thing in the morning, like I, there, there's like a slight mood change. You know, I'm always happy-go-lucky Al Martin, but if I don't get that cup of Joe in the morning, I, I can get a little bit, a little bit irritated. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I turn into Bobby Knight if I don't get my cup of coffee, but I, I'm just saying you, you don't want to be around me for maybe at least the first ten minutes if, if I don't get that cup of Joe in the morning. All right. So. I got my cup of coffee here, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I am I am just in love with my new coffee maker. Um, my my last coffee maker actually broke down on me, which I was very irritated about. Um, so I had to get a new one, and I'm in love with it because uh, it, it took about two weeks for me to decide on which coffee maker. I wanted to get, and I won't endorse the name. That's not what we do here on Current Sports. But let's just say it's it's the bomb.com. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Makes coffee in like thirty seconds, and bam. So um, I'm that that's I shared that because I'm grateful for my new coffee maker, and I think we should all begin our days, or in this case, afternoons, right? Because you're listening to this in the afternoon with something that you're grateful for. All right, it, it can be you know coffee. It can be, you know, I don't know, maybe you got a new raise at your job. It could be as simple as this. Just waking up healthy, clothed in your right mind, and and ready to tackle a new day. All right? Opportunity. The opportunity to tackle a new day. All right? So be grateful. Find something you're grateful for. And, and don't get grumpy like me if you don't get that cup of joe in the morning. All right? <laughs> all right, what are we talking about on today's current sports? Well, there are a few topics that I will be tackling on today's show, and I would love to hear from you all on these topics. I'm going to get to some Michigan State recruiting news because 
you know, you, you see all these recruiting websites, right? Michigan State football recruiting news. You see all these recruiting websites that are out there, like 247 Sports, Rivals. Those are like the two big dogs that hit your mind first when you're trying to figure out whether or not a recruit is a three-star, four-star, or even five-star recruit, right? But, you know, ESPN is also on that list. And, you know, this is a, a recruiting database, it has been used in 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 the in the the least I should say in the in the last few years, um, because it's dedicated less and less time into getting rankings and and scouting reports correct. Uh, but it may be the least utilized out of all of these. It, it's still ESPN, right? It's still ESPN, and there are two Michigan State football commits who will be rising because of four star bumps. That's right. Michigan State football will be getting a bump in its recruiting rankings. It should be getting a bump in its recruiting rankings because they have named two players as four stars instead of three stars. I'm going to tell you who those two recruits are, what it means for Mel Tucker's program. And I also want to give you guys a few names as we truck along and we're we're nearing the midpoint of july which is crazy to think about can you believe that i mean these days are just just flying by right now but as we near the midpoint of the month of july i want to give you guys a few michigan state football targets who could possibly commit as we roll along in this month all right so you want to stay tuned for that i also want to talk about the problems of team usa basketball you know i mentioned on yesterday's current sports, how they fell to Nigeria over the weekend. Well, they lost again yesterday. That's right. As now, Team USA is 0-2 in Olympic exhibition games as they lost to Australia on Monday. What in the world is going on? Yeah, that was a 91 to 83 final. I have I have more on the details of that game in just a moment, but I want to tackle why is Team USA struggling and is this a, a window into what we will see when the games begin um, and Team USA, you know, may not be taking home the gold. All right, I'll I'll dive into that conversation as well, and then on the back end of the show, I want to give you guys some. NIL news. And if you don't know what NIL news is, that's name, image, and likeness news, folks. That is going to become a regular discussion in college sports now because the NCAA has finally allowed college athletes to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. And there is a lot of NIL news out there, and and, and we're going to further discuss how big of a game changer this is in college sports you know i read the other day that master p famed rapper and entrepreneur master p who actually played in the nba he was a pretty good basketball player played in the nba for a short stint well his son also plays basketball his name is hersey miller and he actually signed a major endorsement deal he's playing college basketball right now at tennessee state And he has signed a major endorsement deal with a tech company. I'm going to give you those details. And again, I'll I'll have a few more stories that that touch on name, image and likeness and how 
these new rules that have allowed college athletes to profit off of their image, how these new rules can be a game changer for many top players out there. Long overdue. Long overdue. All right. So if you would like to be a part of the discussion, multiple ways in which you can do so, pick up that phone, 517-355-WKAR, 517-355-9527. Call us there and leave us a voicemail at that number. You can also go to facebook.com slash WKAR news. Leave us a comment anywhere there on our Facebook page. And, you know, the show gets posted around about, you know, sometimes even before the actual actual airing on the airwaves, um, you know, at one o'clock. Uh, so just keep a lot to WKAR.org. At the very latest, it'll be up there by 3 p.m. every single day. And uh, we, we pub it on our Facebook page at uh, Facebook.com slash WKAR News. And you can actually just leave a comment right below the posting of today's show. So you can do that. But you can also weigh in on Twitter, as you know. You can tweet me directly at Al Martin, WKAR, or tweet the show at WKAR News. All right? So many ways in which you can weigh in. I love to hear from you guys. So weigh in, be a part of the show, Sports Talk Radio. All right? (laughs) All right, you know what's next. Here are your current sports quick hit Headliners again for this July 13th. All right, folks, I want to start here. Mike Crum. This is being reported by the Lansing State Journal. Mike Crum is stepping down as the varsity football coach at Okemos High School. Crum revealed his decision in a message to the Lansing State Journal this morning. He is departing because of a a promotion received with the Michigan State Police that would prevent him from being able to coach this fall. Uh, Practice is actually scheduled to begin in less than a month on August 9th. So Crum, who is an Okemos graduate, he spent three seasons leading the varsity program at his alma mater. He guided Okemos to an 8-19 and 19 mark during his tenure. That included an appearance in the Division II playoffs in 2018, where Okemos actually won its first postseason game since 2011. So again, Mike Crum stepping down as the varsity football coach at Okemos High School. When we have news on his replacement, of course, uh, you guys will know right here on WKAR's Current Sports. Wishing Mike Crum well uh, as he accepts a a promotion with the Michigan State Police. All right, Jackson, Florida, Batram Trail, three-star linebacker Micah Pollard, who is actually the nephew of former Michigan great Braylon Edwards. Well, he has committed to the Maize and Blue. That's right, the Wolverines. He's six foot three, 200 pounds. He announced his decision yesterday in a post on Twitter. Pollard is actually ranked as the number 550th overall player and the number 56th linebacker in the 2022 class. That's per 247 Sports uh, in their rankings. He chose the Wolverines over 26 other reported offers. 
Now, Michigan offered Pollard in January and has remained one of his top targets this cycle. The linebacker took an official visit to Ann Arbor in June, on June 4th to be exact, and also took visits to Auburn and Indiana last month before making his decision. So again, Micah Pollard, three-star linebacker out of Jacksonville, Florida, and the nephew of Michigan great Braylon Edwards. Well, he'll be following in his uncle's footsteps at the University of Michigan. All right, now to some Michigan State recruiting news. Josiah Robinson has picked a new school. The former Michigan State defensive end is now on the roster at East Carolina and is listed as an outside linebacker. Robinson entered the transfer portal on April 26. That's two days after the Spartans wrapped up spring practice under second-year coach Mel Tucker. Many players actually hit the transfer portal after the spring game. And Robinson, who is a three-star recruit from Grove Point Madison High School out in Ohio, he signed with Michigan State's 2020 recruiting class on February 5th of last year. That was just one day after Coach Mark D'Antonio abruptly retired after 13 seasons leading the program. So Michigan State has had 27 players enter the portal since November, and Robinson was one of 10 who did so after the end of spring practice. So uh, Josiah Robinson taking his talents to East Carolina, playing outside linebacker. All right, the home run derby was last night. I got a chance to tune into a little bit of that. Pete Alonzo, he's your winner for back-to-back years now. Can you believe that? That's right. Pete Alonzo danced to his second straight home run derby title, besting Shohei Otani, Trey Mancini, and Juan Soto on a night of record long balls in the thin Rocky Mountain air of Coors Field. The New York Mets first baseman hit 74 total home runs. These dudes, yeah, they, they can hit the baseball, folks. And beat Mancini 23-22 to in the final round on Monday, joining Ken Griffey Jr., who was in the house last night, and Yoenis Cespedes in winning consecutive titles. Pretty amazing stuff. Batting second, Alonzo trailed 22-17 to after the first two minutes of the final round, then hit six homers on six swings over the first 28 seconds of his final minute. You know, it's always amazing watching the home run derby and just seeing these dudes just go up there and just smack the baseball hundreds upon hundreds of feet away. Um, it, it is it is pretty amazing stuff. So, And also Shohei Otani, who is really becoming like one of the faces of baseball today. He is so, so fun to watch, isn't he? And Stephen A. Smith, you guys probably saw the news concerning Stephen A. Smith, one of the most um, renowned sports broadcasters out there. Uh, Stephen A. Smith actually had to issue an apology yesterday as he had a take on Shohei Otani that just made absolutely no sense and basically said that you know, because Shohei Otani needs a translator, he's not a great fit to become the face of baseball and to lead its popularity. 
um, you know, saying, quote, but the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English that needs an interpreter, believe it or not, I think contributes to harming the game in some degree when that's your box office appeal. It needs to be somebody like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, that's not the case. You cannot say that. And then he tried to clarify his comments afterwards. And I think this kind of this kind of dug the, the grave even even deeper. Then all of a sudden, you know, last night I saw him issue this this very big apology uh, as he should have. So, yeah, I, I think that Shohei Otani he won the night without even winning the home run derby uh, due to all of the support um, and uh, attention that he got due to Stephen A. Smith completely sticking his foot in his mouth. So uh, there you have that. All right. I want to talk about the MLB draft really briefly as it concerns your Detroit Tigers. The old English D selected Friendswood High School. That's down in Texas. Infielder Isaac Pacheco with their second round pick in the 2021 MLB draft. Uh, Pacheco, who is 18 years old, he was chosen number 39th overall. He is the third player drafted by the Tigers following Heritage Hall High School righty Jackson Job, he was number three overall, and Texas righty uh, Ty Madden, who was 32nd overall. So um, uh, yesterday we saw uh, the third round, fourth round, fifth, sixth, well, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. Uh, So up to tenth. Rounds 11 through 20 are today. Uh, In the third round, uh, the Tigers selected Dylan Smith, who was a right-handed pitcher from Alabama. Fourth round, Tyler Madison, right-handed pitcher from um, Bryant, wherever Bryant is, Bryant College, I guess. Uh, And in the fifth round, um, uh, Tanner Nohep, right-handed pitcher from Notre Dame. So a lot of pitchers here. Um, Austin Murr, outfielder from North Carolina State. He was selected in the sixth round. In the seventh round, eighth round, and ninth round, they went with more pitchers. In uh, the seventh, they chose Brant Herter, who's a lefty from Georgia Tech. Jordan Marks in the eighth. Righty from South Carolina, upstate. Uh, in the ninth round, Garrett Burnhead, who's a righty from Ohio State. And in the tenth round, they chose an outfielder who is uh, Austin Schultz from Kentucky. So again, rounds 11 through 20 today. That is a lot of pitchers taken, folks. So, yeah. Um, uh, again, like I noted on yesterday's current sports, there are many out there who are confused, who are angry, who are just not happy with how Al Avila and the Detroit Tigers front office has uh, has performed throughout this, this MLB draft. And um, you understand you need pitching. You need pitching to win games without a doubt. But the, the amount of pitchers that they chose, especially in, in the early rounds, well, I should say, especially in that first round, taking right-handed pitcher Jackson Job, that was so puzzling to a lot of people. So, not a lot of happy Detroit Tigers fans when it when it pertains to how the draft is gone. So, we'll see what happens tonight in rounds 11 through 20. All right, and the Detroit Lions have officially confirmed it. They confirmed it yesterday. 
that they will welcome full capacity crowds to Ford Field during this upcoming NFL year. Fans, of course, were not allowed at home games last season due to the pandemic, but with the state lifting restrictions over the spring and summer, a return of full crowds, it was expected. Now, the state stopped limiting capacity at indoor or outdoor gatherings, if you remember, at the beginning of this month on July 1st. Last year, the Lions played their first two home games with no fans in the stands and graduated to having about 750 friends and family members in attendance by the end of the year. But now, again, with um, now I I will say COVID cases have been on the downslope for a while here in our nation. But I tell you what, we still have to keep our heads on a swivel and take precaution because the Delta variant numbers seem to be growing more and more, specifically for areas in our nation that, that have a lot of unvaccinated individuals. So we'll see if, if, if COVID can continue to be checked relatively in checked in check, excuse me, um, throughout this nation. But we'll see. We'll see. Only only time will tell, man. Only time will tell. But full capacity crowds at Ford Field for your Detroit Lions this upcoming year, at least right now. All right, and as I mentioned at the top of the hour, Greg Popovich, he may have a problem on his hands. Team USA Basketball dropped its second straight exhibition game on Monday night, falling to Australia 91-83 to out in Las Vegas. Now, the Americans fell to Nigeria on Saturday by three points, 90-87. to It was the first of five exhibition games they'll play before making the trip to Tokyo to compete in the Summer Olympic Games, where they are favorites at minus 600, according to multiple sports books out there. I mean, I'm looking at Bet MGM right now, minus 600 to win the gold medal. So the team has lost four times since the 1992 Dream Team and were 54-2 and before the back-to-back losses. So it, 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 it gets tougher and tougher. I told you, this international competition has gotten better as the game has become more popular in other countries besides these United States of America, meaning that other countries have invested more. More kids have wanted to play it and perfect their game over time. And just look at the international flavor that has, you know, now just permeated throughout the the association. Uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. So Team USA has lost two straight games only twice before since 1992. That was once at the 02 FIBA World Cup and at the 2019 Basketball World Cup. Now, the team is missing three players as Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Devin Booker are all still playing in the NBA Finals, but still, there is some top, top talent competing for Team USA Basketball. And I must say, these losses to Nigeria and Australia are a bit troubling. More on Team USA later on this hour. And I also want to note that First Lady Jill Biden will attend the opening ceremony of the Olympic Summer Games in Tokyo. The White House made that announcement today, even as the city has entered a new state of emergency over a rise in coronavirus cases. As you guys know, there will be no spectators allowed in any venue while these Summer Games are being held out in Tokyo. That's going to be very, very different. 
But Biden will attend the opening ceremony on July 23rd without the president, Joe Biden. It will be her first solo trip abroad as first lady. Now, the last time she attended the games was in 2010 when she and her husband led the U.S. delegation to the Winter Games in Vancouver, British Columbia. So there you have that. Again, Jill Biden in Tokyo. All right. That will do it for your current sports headliners. If you would like to weigh in on any of them, you know how you can do so. As I mentioned, 517-355-WKAR, 517-355-9527. Call that number and leave us a voicemail there, and you will hear your lovely voice on the following day's current sports. Again, you can weigh in on anything. Go to Facebook.com slash WKAR News and leave us a comment anywhere there on our Facebook page. And you can also tweet us. Tweet me directly at Al Martin WKAR or tweet the show at WKAR News. As we hit this first break, I want to let you guys know, coming on the other side of this break in segment B, I'll talk about some Michigan State football recruiting news and I'll give you a, a few names to look out for that could commit this month for the Spartans and Mel Tucker. Also, Team USA basketball problems, as I just talked about, Team USA now 0-2 when it comes to exhibition games as they prep to head to Tokyo later on this month. How alarming are these two losses? We'll dive into that as well. You are listening to the Tuesday edition of WKAR's Current Sports. Welcome back to WKAR's Current Sports. I am your host, Al Martin. Well, folks, you know, this weather has been just just up and down throughout this month of July. It really has. We have seen more cloudy and rainy days, even some days where we've been having, you know, highs in the 60s. Uh, and, and it feels like fall, right? Had a, had a day like that the other day, right? But I tell you what, whenever we do get days like that in the summertime... It reminds me, and I'm sure it reminds many Michigan State football fans out there, that college football is not that far away. All right, I got that feeling probably yesterday because it was a bit cool yesterday, cloudy. You know, it, it, it did remind me of fall, folks. But yeah, Michigan State football right around the corner. Looking forward to it. And in the meantime, you know, we have been bringing you stories throughout these summer months really praising Mel Tucker and his coaching staff for how well they have blazed the recruiting trail throughout this summer. They've landed some some big names and and you know as Mel entering his second season now and I don't even know can we even really count that first year even though they had a few nice wins including Mel Tucker winning out in the big house in his first matchup against in-state rival Michigan, that was that was the biggest one, without a doubt. But, you know, it was a COVID year in which we didn't think we would see any Big Ten college football. 
then all of a sudden we did have Big Ten college football and, and Mel and his staff had to scramble and get things ready. You know, you had no fans in the stands. It, it was just, you know, and then it was a condensed season, only conference games. It was a very weird college football year for Michigan State, to say the least. And that's really tough. Mel Tucker coming in, you know, the, the circumstances surrounding his hire, just not the norm. Dealing with COVID and then coming in and being hired, the you know, and, and being interviewed the week of signing day, that's when Mark D'Antonio decided to leave the program. Just everything weird about, about Mel Tucker's tenure so far. So hopefully... Now we will see a bit of normalcy this upcoming season for Mel Tucker, but but it, it has been difficult. And now I think Mel Tucker is now easing into his role, and he's been doing a great job. You know, this is the thing that you read a lot about when, when trying to evaluate whether or not Mel Tucker is a solid football coach and whether or not he's a good fit here in East Lansing. The one thing you can say is that Mel Tucker knows how to relate to young men he knows how to get them to commit or at least consider his program. And, you know, you just look at his social media. I mean, the dude is, is rocking Jordans. He's out there, you know, uh, um, showing off his style and flair. He's always active on Twitter. You know, social media is his thing. And, and that's what can woo a lot of young recruits out there. You know, it, it, it can make their ears go up and say, hey, you know what? This coach is really dope. I think I want to play for him. Love it. So when it comes to recruiting, Mel, again, he has been doing a remarkable job. And I want to bring to you guys this story because for all of you recruiting fanatics out there, now, again, when it comes to recruiting for me, you guys know it's probably, no, not probably, it is the the least favorite part of my job. I, I think that recruiting is overrated at times. You know, I, I look at a lot of these young kids who are treated like, you know, the second coming of, of LeBron James or, or, or Jesus Shuttlesworth and get the red carpet rolled out for them. It, it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, the, the I, I, words I, I want to say, I can't say here on the air when describing recruiting. All right. <laughs> but with that being said, recruiting is a very important part to college sports. And if you don't recruit well. Hey, it's, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the stats. If you don't recruit well, you're not going to be competing for championships. Simple as that. And you won't even be in the conversation of you, of a national championship, you know? So, you know, you look at, at, at the top recruiting programs out there, the top recruiting rankings, they are the big dogs who are always competing for national championships every single year. So you have to do it, and you have to do it well. So I thought this story was pretty cool, and this is coming from ESPN, you know, and, and as I mentioned at the top of the hour, in comparison to all of the, the other big recruiting sites out there who dedicate so much time and effort into ranking the top football, basketball, just name a sport, talent out there to give them those coveted stars, ESPN is not high on the list anymore you know 247 sports and rivals those are the two that I, I look at all the time um espn is is not really high it, it's the it's the least utilized of all 
But, you know, there are some fans out there who will still glance at the annual ESPN 300 for player rankings. And the basketball recruiting coverage may be better than football. Um, but, you know, still ESPN is, is used for the 247 sports composite rankings. And, and look, two Michigan State football commits may soon be rising because of four-star bumps. How cool is this story? ESPN recently rated both Jack Nickel and Adde Willie as four-star recruits. They now join Caden Hauser as the other four-star in the class, and Jerron Glover got bumped all the way to a high three-star. That's pretty awesome, right? So, so that will immediately take an effect on on ESPN's national recruiting rankings, and they, and I don't know how far they're going to be bumped up on the ladder, but the fact that you are going to get bumped up is great branding for your program. Awesome stuff. Now, the ratings on ESPN for four stars are 80, and the highest rated player in the class is a 95, and only 12 recruits are a 90 or above. The top 69 players are over an 85, while 70 through the 300 range is between 80 and 85. Michigan State has three players in the 80 to 85 range, which is eligible for four-star status. That's surprising to see from one of the lowest-rated recruits in Michigan State's class on 247 Sports, which is at a willy. So, you know, say what you will uh, about these stars. I, look, I could care less about these stars. I have seen so many you know, three, even two-star recruits turn out to be absolute studs at the college football level. So, again, I don't hold too much stock into the stars. But, again, from a branding standpoint, when, you know, as, as, as Mel Tucker continues to build the Michigan State football program, when he can go on the recruiting trail and say that, hey, man, we're getting some of the top players in the nation, this is where we are ranked on these top sites. Again, that does something to the psyche of a young football recruit. That does something to the psyche of of the mom, father, I don't know, aunt, uncle, cousin of that young recruit. Any ammunition, any added ammunition that you can add to your your spiel, your repertoire, your, your resume, when you walk into the living room of a recruit, that could possibly get him and his parents to, to, to say, oh, well, that's nice. That's interesting. You want to add it to your resume. You want to add it, period. And, and, that, and that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So uh, with Willie and Nickel being named four stars, and then you got Glover being bumped to that high three star, and fourth highest in Michigan State's 2022 class, the Spartans, and again, I'm looking at, actually, I'm reading this, from fan sided spartanavenue.com um the spartans should see an overall uptick in the composite rankings there's no number yet they can't predict the number yet but they will see an overall uptick so yeah man I, i think that you know some of his recent recruits are big gets you know uh they could finish the 22 the the 2022 cycle with around five to six four stars which would be a great, great jump after landing just one 
who was um, uh, a Gayotiot in the 2021 class. So that's big stuff. Now, I also want to give you, and this is coming from Spartan Avenue, a few names who could commit still in July. So, you know, uh, Michigan State is trending right now with some top, some top targets in the 2022 class, and there are some who could soon be Spartans. So this, these are, are some of the names that they give that you should be on the lookout for. Chase Carter, defensive end from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Chase Carter recently announced a, uh, a, a top two of Iowa and Michigan State. That's after his trip to Iowa City like two weeks ago. And along with those two, he also took an official to Iowa State. So he is a three-star defensive end from Minnesota, has been high on the coaching staff's list for a while now, and uh, he's closing in on a, on a decision. So he's six foot six, two 215 pounds. Um, he already fits the, uh, the height requirement for Tucker. <laughs> uh, but, but he could also add some muscle to that frame. So they have that Chase Carter defensive end from Minnesota. They add him to that list. Also, Dylan Tatum, who was just listed as an athlete, he is from West Bloomfield, Michigan. Now, uh, Spartan Avenue says this one may be a little more wishful thinking than anything else. So it, it may be a stretch that he does come to Michigan State, but you never know. You never know. Uh, he's a four-star from West Bloomfield, listed as an athlete, and is once thought to be a top running back target in the 2022 class, but it's looking more likely that he'll be playing defensive back maybe at the next level, and uh, that's where Michigan wants him. Michigan is also going after him, and Michigan State may be pushing for the same, although um, it's, I'm reading here that he's talented enough to, to play both ways. So... Yeah, a decision seems to be coming close here. Michigan, Michigan State. So this is an in-state battle to see who lands this four-star recruit. So Dylan Tatum, athlete from West Bloomfield. Uh, Jack, uh, well, that that's that, this this article is about a week old. So uh, Jack Nickel already he was on that list. He's already committed to Michigan State, which is awesome. Uh, Ryan Bayer at number two. He is looking uh, more and more like a, a, a Spartan recruit, possibly. He's an offensive lineman from East Lake, Ohio. Uh, he's 6'5", 305 pounds, and is just an absolute uh, a monster. Just a monster. So w- w- when it comes to his star ranking, he's four spots away from being a, a four-star in the composite. So he's ranked as a three-star right now. Uh, and he was originally trending toward Kentucky, but but now Michigan State is being reported that that Michigan State is now the favorite. So j- just incredible stuff. So um, you know, if you look at it, I mean, goodness, he will become the fifth commit if he does come to Michigan State. Ryan Bayer, offensive lineman from East Lake, Ohio, if he commits to Michigan State, he would join. Gavin Brocious, Braden Miller, Christian Phillips, and Ashton Lepo as other linemen who have committed to Michigan State. And, and you look at the size of these dudes. Brocious is 6'5", 305. My goodness. Miller is 6'7", 290. Phillips, 6'6", 340. 
340, folks. What? Lepo is 6'7", 270. And then, you know, I, like I, I mentioned with Bayer, he's 6'7", 320. That that's a wall. That's a wall, folks. Oh my goodness, that that is incredible stuff. So we'll see if we'll see if Bayer uh, commits to uh, to Michigan State um, before July turns to August. And also, uh, number one they have on the list is Alex Van Sumeren, who is a defensive lineman from Essexville, Michigan. So um, yeah. We'll see what happens. Michigan State, it's being reported that, that Michigan State has become the favorite in recent weeks after his official visit, and he has also taken trips to Northwestern Penn State, Texas A&M, and Clemson. So um, uh, Van Sumeren is ranked as the number 179th overall player, uh, according to 247 Sports, 27th best defensive lineman in the 2022 recruiting class. Um, he will become the Spartans' top-ranked commit in the cycle if he does choose to come to East Lansing so there you go just a few names to keep an eye on again that was courtesy of Spartan Avenue and those uh those names definitely um got my ears up for sure all right what I want to do is again uh phone lines are open 517-355-WKAR 517-355-9527 they're always open because again you leave a voicemail there and you will hear your voice on the following day's current sports so what do you think about Michigan State football recruiting. What do you think about, you know, those names I just listed? What do you think about the bump to four-star for, um, you know, uh, uh, those two recruits I mentioned in Jack Nickel and Adde Willie and the future of, of, of Michigan State football? What are your overall thoughts? We'd love to hear from you guys. Let's hit our final break. When we come back to close out the show, I'll talk about Team USA problems. In men's basketball, as they prep for Tokyo, they have now lost back-to-back exhibition games out in Las Vegas. And also, name, image, and likeness news coming out of college sports. That and more, you are listening to the Tuesday edition of WKAR's Current Sports. All right, welcome back to WKAR's Current Sports. You know, the conversation of, of name, image, and likeness being now implemented into college sports, it's, it's one that is so refreshing because this is, in the eyes of many, including mine, long, long overdue. We live in America. This is a free country where any of us can profit off of our name, image, and likeness. Look, if, if, a, if a local restaurant wants to promote Al Martin, and want to give me money to do so, it's America. I can do that. So why can't college athletes do that? That's out the window now. It's now in effect. The NCAA is allowing this, and there are some pretty amazing stories out there of college athletes already cashing in. How about Hersey Miller, who is the son of famed rapper and entrepreneur Master P, who played in the NBA, was a pretty good baller himself. Hersey Miller is cashing in on his college hoops career at Tennessee State before it even begins. As a part of the NCAA's new name, image, and likeness rules, Miller signed a four-year, $2 million endorsement deal with tech company Web Apps America. How incredible is that? 
Miller, who was just 19 years old, he transferred to Minnehaha Academy as a junior to play basketball. And that's in the school's run to the to the Class 3A title this past year. Miller scored 45 points in three state tournament games before choosing Tennessee State, which is an HBCU out in Nashville. And I love to see this because HBCUs, I think, are starting to get some really good talent and and are starting to compete athletically. And that hasn't always been the case. And shout out to Deion Sanders as well, doing his thing as a, as a head coach for an, for an HBCU um, so this is awesome that that Hersey Miller is taking his talents to an HBCU. Uh, but but before choosing Tennessee State, uh, he received offers from some big time schools like USC, UCLA, Howard, LSU, and Missouri was was also uh, on that list. Uh, Miller said that he plans to use the money to give back to his community. Though he told TMZ that he is planning to purchase a Tesla. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome stuff. So he's going to give some to his community and use some of it on, on himself and buy a Tesla. And you're going to be seeing it here at Michigan State. You know, I, only the big-time players, though. And this is the thing. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there when they hear about this new rule, I think that a lot of people out there are going to say to themselves, oh, my goodness, we're, we're going to see all of these college athletes out here just stunting on people. You know, buying expensive cars and jewelry and, you know, does, does a young man really need that at that age? And it's like, look, that ain't none of your business. You know, if you had athletic talent that allowed you at that age to get that kind of money, then, hey, I'm sure you would be singing a different tune. But again, it's America. All right. It's none of your business. If, if somebody's going to pay a, a, a big-time college athlete that kind of money, then he should be allowed to cash in on it, all right? Now, what I love that Michigan State is doing is, again, you, and, and this also is great for the parental side of things, when parents are, are trying to give their son or daughter advice on which school to go to with the new name, image, and likeness rule in place. As a university, you have to have a program that, talks about financial literacy right because i know a lot of these big time black recruits who are coming from the hood have never seen big time money before but again they they have the athletic talent to now cash in after high school if you give a lot of those young recruits that kind of money they'll just blow it blow it on stupid stuff like air jordans and, and 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 ice around their neck not smart. So you teach them, you set up a program where you teach them and mentor them on financial literacy. Talk about how they should invest that money, how they should, how they should save some of that money. And yeah, the rest of it, spend it on you. Budget, you know? And if you do see, I don't know, some big time recruit in East Lansing riding around in a Tesla or a Lamborghini, tip your cap. That young man has talent that you don't have, <laughs> right? Why get why get annoyed at it? My goodness, what are you jealous? You better swallow that. This is America. You should be allowed to do that. So I love it, man, and, I, and I'm glad that, you know, especially for again a lot of these young kids, young black kids, who are, who are from the inner city, who are from the hood, and who have struggled for so long, are going to have the opportunity in college to immediately 
change the lives of their families. Again, this is not going to happen with every recruit. Every recruit is not a Cassius Winston, all right? Simple as that, folks. You know, who it primarily impacts is those who are, you know, like the star players on every team, the star point guard, shooting guard, star quarterback, running back, wide receiver, corner, those kind of guys. Not everybody on the, on the roster. And, and I don't know, maybe would that breed some jealousy from other teammates out there? Well, hey, that's how the pros are. The star athlete, the star point guard, you know, Damian Lillard make, makes more than, I don't know, Joe Smith, who was the backup center, the third string center on, on the Portland Trailblazers. All right, that's just how it is. So I'm 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 happy. I'm happy that this is is finally coming to fruition for a lot of different players. And, and on tomorrow's show, because uh, right now I only have two minutes left, uh, I'm going to bring up a few other examples out there, and I'll expound upon. Like I talked about, you got a set of programs to to preach financial literacy to these young men and women who are going to be making money in college now. This is a big change, and you want to make sure that that you make that transition as smoothly as possible and provide avenues of help for those individuals. All right, and then and on tomorrow as well. So I'll, I'll expound upon the, the Michigan State program, and also I want to talk about how this will, yeah, this will impact recruiting to a degree, to a degree. All right. And I'll, I'll save my Team USA rant for tomorrow as well, all right? So we'll see you on the Wednesday hump day edition of the show. But until then, I want you guys to have a great rest of your Tuesday afternoon and evening. We are on a 23-hour break. Be smart, be safe, and be easy, people.